0: All right, so uh, we got the uh, pullback for the BAO, for- BAO format and everyone uh, voted. We actually had a really good turnout. We had 120, I think, I can't remember, 120-ish out of 150 votes. So almost everybody voted. Uh, that's really good. There's always people who just don't hear about it. They don't check their email. Maybe they didn't catch the podcast. They didn't see it on Facebook, Twitter, whatever. There's some people that miss it. Yeah. Some people that don't care and they just don't vote. So um, that that, that uh, about 80% of the people voted. That's great. Uh, feel really positive about that. And as always, the results are not what you expect. They are surprising. Yep. So we'll jump in and we'll go through these one at a time. Now, again, caveat, this is only for the BAO. I know a lot of people jump to conclusions and assume that this is going to be uh, ITC format. That's not the case. We have no plan to do this for the ITC format. This was just to get us ready for the BAO, right? That's it. Uh, There's a lot of people that were coming that were expressing concerns about uh, this or that, and we wanted to address those uh, concerns. So first question, do you want to play the modified book ITC missions that we put out there right when 8th edition dropped just to give people something to play if they had a tournament like that weekend or the next weekend? Uh, There's nothing wrong with those missions at all, but they're really simple. And uh, the book missions played like as written, in my opinion, aren't the best for a really fair fun tournament format. They're not bad, but um, they're not the most balanced in my opinion. Um, and a lot of people were, were, were expressing concern, especially about kill points, especially about the Relic. Um, and we had seen that Big Guns Never Tire can be problematic too. And uh, so we put it out for a vote and the vote was actually way closer than I thought it was going to be. I was expecting it to be kind of a blowout in favor of the more complex tournament missions, it was actually really close. Uh, 56 said, Let's play the modified book missions, the simpler ones, and 67 said, Let's play more uh, traditional style tournament missions where you have both progressive and end game objectives. So we will be doing that at the BAO. Uh, and then to kind of put this in context, if people don't understand what that means, imagine the missions we played last, like for the ITC for the last, like, two, what, two, three years. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, it'll be more missions that you're used to playing in the ITC. Um, I was surprised at the result here. I thought it was gonna be kind of more of a blowout, but I think it's probably because the edition is new mm-hmm. and people are still uploading the information and they wanted to have something that was easy to... Um, for the people that voted, yeah, let's keep it simple. It's probably just because like, I'm just trying to figure out the edition.
1: Yeah, exactly. I don't think they were doing it because they thought they'd have more of an advantage or anything like that, just they don't want to learn brand new missions and stuff like that, so. uh,
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think that's why it was so close. I I was expecting it more of a blowout for the layered missions than what we saw.
0: Yeah, me too. I was actually really surprised. But I think part of that is because you and I have obviously, we've obviously been playing this rule set for a really long time. And we're already at the point where it's like, yeah, the basics are down. I mean, we still make mistakes, obviously. You guys see us on stream every now and then. We we get a rule wrong or whatever. but like for us, we're already thinking about how the missions can help shape the meta for the better. Um, and that's, I think, where our heads are at. Whereas everyone else is still like, coming into the BAO, there's gonna be a lot of people that have played maybe just a couple times. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they, they, for them, it might've been like, yeah, I'm cool just playing the book <laughs> mission. But um, as always, we go with the majority because uh, the BAO is about, or anything, any event we run is about giving the best experience to the people that paid their money to come. Yeah. A lot of people were looking at the BAO as a giant experiment, right? They're like, we're gonna see how the meta shakes up. And it's like, I get it. I get how people could have that perspective from the outside. Cause it's like, it's a good amount of data. It's a big event. It's a competitive event. And people were like, well, let's find out if this thing's really good or bad or what. And it's like, that's not what it is. It's not an experiment. Some guy's not coming from Alaska taking vacation
1: just to test something Just
0: so that he can serve your to 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 answer questions about your curiosity about some unit that, that's not that's not what it is that's ne- that that is never what we're gonna do for our events uh, I do understand how people could see it from that perspective yeah but don't get upset if we don't go yeah we're here to satisfy your curiosity no first last and always we're here to give a good experience for the people that are paying their money to come yep that's what we're in the business of doing.
1: Yeah, because I mean, if people don't have fun, they're not gonna come back next year, and then events die, so. Yeah,
0: and it's not gonna make them feel any better if you're like, well, that Revenant that Titan uh, that, that gave it to you. well, now we know it's too good. And he's gonna be like, thanks, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, or what, I mean, or what, I know I'm sure there's already people in chat like, the Revenant's not that good, I or like, you know, whatever, And like, I get that. Um, or whatever the case may be, right? Uh, we're not here to, to, to do grand experiments. We do that in playtesting. Yeah. Uh, we're here to give people what we think is going to be the best experience. So uh, we'll, we'll get those missions out as soon as possible. Uh, we're going to throw in some Nova missions from the Nova Open. Uh, Frankie and I both love them. We think they're, they're just extremely well-created tournament missions. I think that they're going to be really popular. Yeah. But um, go over there and take a look at the Nova Primer. Uh, you can see that at their website. And poke around in the missions. They... They have a reputation for being a little bit more complex.
1: A little wordy. They're a little wordy. uh, Once you've played them, like once or twice, you really grasp onto it, and they're great missions. Yeah.
0: And the the beauty of the missions—they take a lot of cues from games like Malifaux. Yeah. Where you look at your opponent's army, and you obviously look at your own army, and then you can shape the mission based on your own choices to give yourself the maximum chances of defeating that army, yeah. right? Like a couple examples, um, if your opponent has like a horde army, you can choose, oh, one of my win conditions is to kill 50 models. I, I don't know if that's, I'm probably not saying it exactly right, but it's like that. Or if your opponent has like um, a bunch of knights, you can choose a, a win condition that's destroy a super heavy or multiple super heavies, and you get points for that. So it's like, you, you can overcome a bad matchup by choosing the right missions. Yep. And like, why don't you share, why don't you share your experience of how not to play the Nova missions?
1: Yeah, I basically tied my hands behind my back when I was playing at Nova um, two years ago. And like every single time that I was playing, I just like chose the wrong missions. Like I was playing against Hive Tyrants, flying Hive Tyrants, and I chose end game objectives opposed to progressive.
0: And that was so, when they couldn't score.
1: So they couldn't score when they were flying. So they're flying over, and then he's like, oh, yeah, you chose that, so I'm going to land on these objectives. I was like, ooh, yeah, that might not be the best choice. Luckily, the game ended before turn seven, so my battle company was still barely alive, and I was able to pull it out. But, yeah, I, I was not great at picking those missions, unfortunately. I definitely recommend giving them a couple playthroughs before uh, playing in, an, in the event. But, uh, yeah, they're really fun.
0: And we'll, we'll post those up, which ones they're going to be. Yeah. Like, if not today... Um, definitely by Wednesday of this week uh, so that you guys can, can upload it. And I know there's a short lead time here, but obviously there's nothing we could have done about it. The edition just dropped. Yeah. So the BAO, the timing was fortunate because we get to jump in and play and have fun, and it was also unfortunate because there was a lot of decisions that we, could, we were ready to make them, but we obviously couldn't make those decisions before everyone that's coming got a chance to play the dang edition. Right, we knew what we wanted to do already, but it wasn't fair to just go like, before the edition even drops. Here's the format, like, you don't understand what any of this is going to mean yet. Just, obviously we couldn't do that, so. Uh, but you guys are all smart, good players, you'll adapt. Yep. Uh, and the Nova missions are great. They're really, really fun, they're very balancing. Uh, next question, um, the most contentious question, as always, anytime it involves not allowing models, you get people that get very passionate about it. It's understandable. Um, As a rule of thumb, Frankie and I and the whole ITC community want to let everything in as as possible to let in. But a lot of people were reaching out, expressing concerns about some of the bigger, especially Forge World models uh, for fear that they would be either unpleasant to play against or not balanced. And we reacted to that. Uh, And to be fair, and I've been very vocal about this, I agree. I don't think that the big Forge World stuff was ever even meant to be played in a competitive 2000 point game. No. Um, I, given our unique positions, we are, can't say a whole lot about it, but that, that's my belief. I don't think that using them competitively the way that people will at an event like the BAO is how these models were meant to be played. They were meant to be played in Apocalypse. Um, and a lot of people had expressed concerns about that. So we put the vote out and there were some people that had very strong feelings um, thank you to everyone that wrote in, even the people that were not stoked about that being a possibility. And in a calm and uh, if passionate manner, expressed their opinions, I appreciate that. Yeah. Because we do listen and I responded to everybody. But as you can see from the result of the poll, it wasn't, it wasn't even close.
1: No, it was like two to
0: one. It was two to one. People saying, no, I, I don't want to use the power level 31 or higher uh, models in the game right now. And again, this is only for the BAO. Yep. Right. Does this mean forever and always you'll never be able to use your Talonar or, or your brass scorpion or whatever? No, of course not. Right now, at this early point, people said, I'd rather not. And that's totally fair and fine. Um, so, yeah, it was 81 to 42. It wasn't even remotely close. Now, to be fair, I'm surprised how many people said yes. Yeah. I thought it was going to be like 10 to 1. Yeah. Um, but what this tells me, um, and this is just uh, – this is my analysis of the numbers. It's speculative. It's not, I don't know why people vote yes or no. You, you can only guess, everyone's different. Mm-hmm. Um, but what this tells me is that there's actually a lot of people that do want to use the big boys yeah. more so than in the past. And I think what this means for anybody out there that's running an event or for a big event like the LVO, maybe even the SoCal Open, is that I think that this tells me if we have an alternative format like Gladiator style event where there's no restrictions whatsoever, bring anything bring bring your warhound and if if there's obviously you if you look at it from the other perspective one third of the people at the bao would have been down for that yeah i think maybe as an alternative format like gladiator like at adepticon um as a sunday event especially when most people are done with the champs a three uh one like an rtt three round event uh, this to me says that there's a lot of people that would have fun doing that
1: yeah and i think that's great i mean we want to give everybody the uh the event that they want. So, yeah. I mean, the more events that we can run that'll appeal to those kind of people, we will do so. To, uh, to you people? To those people is what I
0: said. <laughs> I'm, I'm teasing you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but, so, uh, what do
0: you mean you people? <laughs> I'm just totally yeah. kidding.
1: But uh, yeah, so, I mean, we will probably run Gladiator events at like the LVO and uh, maybe even the SoCal open so that you will be able to play with those big monsters.
0: Yeah, because, uh, you know, like one of the, the concerns people had said is like, hey, I, I bought, built and painted uh, whatever I, wanted, I want to use it. And it's like, dude, that, I get it. Yeah. I, I mean, Frankie and I have, we've said a number of times, we have tons of Lords of War, fully painted, that mostly gather dust yeah. on the shelf. And uh, But it would be fun to have a format where it's like, yep, take the gloves off, let's do it. Uh, take your warrior on. I'm gonna take my Talonar, let's see who wins that fight, because that's cool. But the, but as you can see, most people don't think that would be fun. They don't, they would prefer to have like, a I guess, what you would consider to be a, a more normal play experience and I, I i get it i get i understand both perspectives so yeah. um for the bao no because the bao is literally one event yep uh but for probably uh, i would say for sure at the lvo and then probably at the socal when I mean, we have enough time uh look to have a gladiator style event and if you think it's a blast to use your big crazy super robots and monsters then by all means let's do it yep let's have fun uh last question Uh GW had announced that the space marine codex is going to be released this month in july Uh, and they also said there's gonna be 10 codexes before the end of the year
1: that's a lot of codexes do the math in your (laughs) head
0: i mean we're in the seventh month of the year that's like one every two weeks so there's a chance we might get two codexes in july and that's a lot of information and not a lot of time so we asked would you like to use the space marine codex or any other codexes that may come out uh probably only the space marine codex at the bao because it could come out the week before. Yep. And that's not a lot of lead time. People it's funny how the perception on the answers on this change over time. Sometimes everyone's like, "Yeah, I just let it in." And some people are like, "No way." Yeah. Um but it was a it was a crushingly no, thank you. Um I think it's because the edition is just so young.
1: Yeah, I think it's just cuz it's so new. People aren't really people are still learning their lists and still creating their lists and stuff. So I think just more information and all that piling on top of it, people would just be like, Nope. I think people yeah, are still
0: learning how to write a list. Yeah, exactly. I'm still making mistakes <laughs> oh, on yeah. occasion. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, this was like a landslide, no dice, uh, responses, almost a three to one ratio. Yeah. So, uh, the space Marine codex, or if there happens to be another one in July will not be used at the BAO. This is gonna be indexes only. And honestly, I think that's for the better. Oh yeah, because uh, no, you have to you have to imagine the codexes are going to give some cool stuff, and if only one army has it, that's not really fair. Yeah. Um, but I also wanted to point out because a lot of times with the with the polls, people make the argument that anything Space Marine always goes in the Space Marine players' favor. No, oh, it doesn't, and it, it never has. Like over and over again, that has not been the case. But some people, when they get very passionate about the res- the results, it's like, well, of course Space Marines always get their way. And I'm like, no, they don't. The data clearly indicates that sometimes they do sometimes they don't (laughs) yeah and in this instance it was a crushing no so um just keep that in mind going forward when we have more situations like this they don't always win and they never have
1: and Uh, they probably never will
0: yeah (laughs) they do win sometimes yeah of course but that's the way it should be they shouldn't always lose either (laughs) that wouldn't be very fun so uh and anyway there you go thank you as always for participating thank you for voicing your opinion Thank you for help shaping the BAO into the event that the people that are coming, because they're the only ones that voted, because we did verify all that information, thank you for shaping the event that you want to play in, because that's gonna be the most fun for the most people. Oh yeah. yeah, no, definitely. I'm stoked, I can't wait to see how it goes down. I mean, I know it's, it's way too early to tell, but just off the cuff, like guessing, player or army, who do you think is gonna take it? Who's gonna get the belt of rest this year?
1: uh I, i'm not even gonna throw out a guess on a player because i think it's anybody's game yeah. and uh, i would say army Ooh, that's a tough one i'm gonna go with knights you think so i'm gonna throw out knights dude i'm gonna throw out knights.
0: to kind of reinforce your point i yeah. played a, a practice game this weekend against pascal the painter yeah and i used that i converted um devastator my uh my corn knight um i'm trying to create like a, a kdk style army yeah. Based on what the models I had, so I put, I took my uh, my core knight who had the thunderstrike gauntlet and a rapid fire battle cannon. I converted him to t- to a double battle cannons with the missiles on the top. That is dirty. Yeah. Dirty
1: knights are good, and the reason that I'm voting for knights is I think that they're they're really powerful and easier to play than a lot of other armies. So I think that they're going to uh, just catch a lot of people off guard because I don't think people are exactly ready for them yet. Yeah. Like, I, th- I don't think people are taking enough melter or last cannons or weapons that can really hurt knights yet. So I think uh, knights will be uh, one of the top armies.
0: I think that's a good guess. I yeah. would also say like the flyer army has been doing really well. Yeah. Now, since we're going to be using progressive missions and we're not using the auto go first, I think that that really tones down the power of both the, the flyer army and the knight army. Yep. Because they really want to go first. They love the auto go first mechanic because they're obviously going to go first almost every single time. Mm-hmm. And they really like end of game objectives because they don't have usually the ability to go run and grab a bunch of objectives. Yeah. flying Army can maybe. Um, you, you can control their movement a little bit, which would be the counter there. Um, so I would say that that Army's probably going to do well because it has been doing well.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, I would say that that, that is. Uh, and then I just want to throw this out there into the community. A lot of people have been talking about this idea. It's controversial, but I want to throw it out there, get people thinking about it. Um, and then, of course, leave us comments in the, in the Twitch chat and go over to FrontlineGaming.org for the blog post, for the podcast, and voice your opinion. What if we looked at um, some sort of limitations? Because right now, the way the, 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 the four sword charts let you build your army, you can literally take as many of anything as you want. And there's some armies out there that I'm going to say are obnoxious because they are, in my opinion. Uh, so other people might disagree. They might not think that. But I would think that most people would agree that they're maybe not representing the game uh, lore very well when you've got like all suit commanders for Tau. Yeah. Um, all uh, Storm Ravens. Or three nights with Guillemin. Like, are these armies good? Yes. Are they competitive? Yes. Are they fun? Not really. Not my opinion. Um, your mileage may vary, and that's why we're asking for you to give us your feedback. What if we looked at a format, um, just as an idea, where you weren't, where we put some limitations on these types of things, right? Where you can't just spam um,
1: as many of everything that you want. Right.
0: So. Right. Like you can't just spam raising flocks. Which, again, I would not invest in that army. Just as a friendly suggestion um or you can't just spam suit commanders right like let's mix it up a little bit for the health and fun of everyone's benefit just as an idea again this is not something that's going to happen for sure um this has just been some chatter that we've we've been engaging in and that we've been talking to other people and hearing it Um, it may make the game more fun for more people while still keeping it very competitive with some some sensible limitations yeah let us know what you think about that get pumped baby
1: Las Vegas open Las Vegas Open 2018.
0: 2018 this is going to be I have a feeling that this is going to be absolutely out of control crazy uh tournaments are blowing up in attendance right now oh yeah all around the world is going hot eighth edition is super popular and the LVO obviously been the biggest uh I have a feeling that we're going to just blow the doors off for especially for games workshop events Um, But beyond that, obviously the 40K Champs, um, Age of Sigmar, all the fun stuff that we do, looking at a gladiator format, um, where you wouldn't have any of these limitations that we were talking about. Like take all the suit commanders and see if they can defeat Godzilla. That would be rad, right? (laughs) Um, But there's also gonna be privateer press games. We're also gonna have hobby seminars. We're also gonna have Malifaux, Infinity, Bolt Action. There's just a million different games, tons of social events. It's gonna be incredible. Oh, yeah. Uh, can't wait. So am excited. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. This, this, I have a feeling that our attendance is going to just bump up hugely again this year.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, the the one thing about 8th that I'm like, or the main thing that I'm loving about 8th is, like, all of the old players that are coming back yep. that quit yep. two editions ago. Like, as soon as six dropped, we lost a lot of old guard players, like, guys that have been playing since, like, Rogue Trader. And now they're all coming back. And they're so excited. Like, a lot of these guys are, like doing uh, picture battle reports and stuff. like, And you're like, this is awesome. They're playing like every week. I'm like, this is awesome. I can't wait. And uh, like Reese was saying, the tournaments are just blowing up. Like yep. the attendance is just growing.
0: So Leagues are turning people away. Yep. I have a feeling the LVO is just gonna go ham. So uh, we're gonna open up registration next week. Uh, the exact day we haven't decided yet. There's still a couple variables that we're hammering out. Yep. Uh, but be ready. Um, the main events go quick. They go really quick. Um, especially the 40k champs especially with the eighth edition and the momentum that's going right now it's going to be red hot um yeah it's going to be exciting i I, I don't know what's going to happen i'm really excited to see where we go this year but i'm sure it's going to be an amazing event i can't wait to see everybody there 30k is going to be rad they're going to do uh narrative events again every kind of flavor of the way you like to play is going to be represented Oh yeah. Plus it's, it's gonna be fun in Vegas. Like
1: we've mentioned before, if you guys wanna get any of like the special swag bags or uh, like 40K Champs or any of those like specialized events, we definitely recommend jumping in and getting it like the day of because we expect them to sell out oh. relatively quick. The, the swag bags last year went super fast. No, the, high,
0: the high roller so, ba- package yeah. sold out in like minutes.
1: Yep. So definitely jump yeah. in and get that as soon as uh, we announce the date and as soon as it goes up because yep. you don't wanna miss out. So.
0: And we're also gonna do uh, some bundle deals this year to make it easy, where you can get, like say you're just coming to play 40K, we'll do a bundle deal where it's like your reg, uh, your, your registration, 40K, um, Sunday event, T-shirt, pint class, like the whole deal. And it'll be at a little bit of a discount and it'll be like, just click one thing and buy it. And those will be limited. And those are gonna go, I'm sure like right away. So uh, like Frankie was saying, if you wanna get those, uh, the special deals and then the high roller package, you get like, hundreds of dollars worth of product from all different kinds of manufacturers.
1: I mean, like last year, I think it was like four times what people paid. (laughs) Dude, full box (laughs) games.
0: Definitely definitely Um, worthwhile. You get to go to the high roller registration line. You don't have to wait in line. Just, it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, Really, really good event. Uh, Really good deal. So yeah, make sure to to, to jump on those package deals uh, right away because those will you never know what's gonna happen, but if the past is any indicator, they're gonna be gone for sure in the first day, if not the first hour. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, I'm excited. Was, oh yeah. The LVO is such a pain in the butt for us, but it's also so amazing. It's, it's so
1: cool to see everybody there. Like, yeah. God, last year was just incredible. The two halls just filled with people. Filled it was people. so amazing. Yeah. And thank you everybody that attends. Uh, I mean,
0: From all the around events the world. wouldn't be yeah.
1: a, a thing if you guys didn't attend. So yeah. thank you very much for your support. and. uh Hopefully this will be the best LVO yet.
0: Yeah, it, I believe it will be. It's yeah. gonna be amazing. So can't wait to see that. Make sure to mark your calendar. If you do want to get your hotel, the hotel room is already up for booking. Again, that does fill up. Every year it fills completely. Yep. So if you do want to book your hotel room, I would recommend doing that sooner than later, just to avoid uh, not being able to stay in the hotel and having to walk with all your stuff through Vegas. Which that would not be fun. That's challenging. <laughs> you don't want to walk very far carrying your stuff. No. And uh, yeah, you'll be hearing more about the Las Vegas Open as we go, but uh, make sure to mark your calendar for next week. Tonight's 40K 8th edition live game on Twitch will feature the one, the only Salty Banana, aka the Raw Dogger, aka Jason. He will be playing as Grey Knights, further refining his list, and he will be playing Pascal the Painter and his very beautiful, very cool uh, Chaos kind of Demon Engine Nurgle-themed army featuring some really beautiful stuff, some really amazing Forge World models. Uh, his army's obviously beautifully painted. He is... A painter. A painter. <laughs> so that should be a really fun game. Both of them are still learning. Pascal's skill level's a little bit higher, but um, Jason has also got Grey Knights, which against demons is pretty tough. So uh, it's going to be really interesting to see how that one goes down. I've played Pascal many times. The firepower that his army puts out is pretty gnarly. <laughs> yeah. Those Forge Fiends with Abaddon, Oh,
1: the fortunes are the business. And double, They're so
0: good, double healing. Which I, I believe that is correct. I believe he's reading yep. the rule correctly because um, you get one from the Warpsmith, one from the Herald of Nurgle. One works on Chaos vehicles. The other one works on Nurgle demons, yep. and they both can do D3 damage. So many times I've gotten a fortune on like one or two wounds. It's all back up to top tier. I'm like, oh. God,
1: <laughs> so nasty.
0: Yeah, man. it's it'll, it'll be a fun fun game. Yep. Uh, make sure to t- tune in uh, 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time tonight for that. Uh, this week's GW pre-order features a bunch of uh, Snapfit Primaris Marine kits and Nurgle kits, including what is my favorite, the Reavers. Yeah, those so guys are so cool. cool. Uh, and there's also some learn-to-play box sets uh, ranging from very, very cheap up to, I think, 80 bucks is the most. Mm-hmm. And all kinds of fun stuff for 8th edition, especially for the new player. And then, as always, you can get those in our web cart. The link is in the show notes, or you go to GW uh, pre-order for 40 k in the cart. And you can get those at a discount with free shipping in the continental United States for orders at $99 and up. Woo. Frankie and FAQ came out this weekend. Yeah, it did. GW, thank you thank for doing you. these so quickly. Um, they released a Forge World FAQ version 1.0 for Adeptus, Sardes and uh, Chaos. And while it doesn't answer all the questions that we have, it's a start. great start Yep, and it addresses a lot of the big offenders and how
1: fast did that, that, that came out super fast. Yeah. That's God. It's so amazing. Thank it's you very great. much, GW. Uh, we really appreciate
0: it. Yeah. Thank you. These,
1: these new, like very much. they're on top of it, dude. Yeah. They're just coming out with all these FAQs. It's really amazing. So,
0: And the thing I'm most stoked about is that they're not afraid to correct balance issues. Yeah. Right. Like that's exactly what we've always asked for. Now there are some people who are like, what they're changing and i'm like yeah but this is what we've always wanted we've like we don't want a unit that's too cheap or too expensive or whatever too powerful too weak to languish in that state for years that's not fun it's not good for the meta um does it suck if you just bought a model and now it doesn't do what you thought it did 100 percent. for sure absolutely 100 percent does yeah i i wish that it was done correctly right out the gates but um that's not always possible it's incredibly complicated to do something like this. Yeah. So they did answer a bunch of questions, like some of the good ones, or bad depending on your perspective. Uh, the Soul Burner Petard, which was like heinously powerful for the points cost, <laughs> doubled in points. Yes. So it's still a ridiculously good deal.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. The guys that I was talking to that already took it were like, yeah, I'll still take it. Yeah,
0: you, <laughs> you would take like, it, yeah, they could enough. have made yeah. it even more expensive if you still take it. It's a yeah. gun that just does mortal wounds. Yes. I was like, this isn't Age of Sigmar, what are you doing? This is just what? <laughs> Get out of here. And before it was like unbelievably cheap for the decimator engine with double soul burner petards. Yes. And now he's just like reasonably priced. Yeah,
1: it, it, totally fair. Like all their FAQ answers and uh, erratas and stuff were totally fair. Um, I don't think it really killed anything or anything like that. No, it just no. changed the way a lot of these things work. So. And they,
0: they fixed some stuff like the brass scorpion. Like, they're like oh, whoops, we never meant for psychic powers to work on it. There's already people that are upset. And I'm like, you guys, like, come on. The brass scorpion is supposed to be a corn model. It used to, if you cast a psychic power on it, it yeah, automatically it perils. perils. Yeah, it's a corn model. It's not supposed to have psychic powers cast on it. Yep. It was a, a mistake. Like everyone's like, they nerfed it. I'm like, they didn't nerf it. They just put it. Oh, this is what they meant in the first place. Yes, it was an error of omission. And now they fixed it. Like I know from a different perspective, it's a nerf because it was one thing and now it's something else. I get that for sure. But the, it's it, objectively, it's not a nerf. It was them going, "Oops." yeah no you've never been able to it's like the anti-psycher robot yes and it's still insanely good
1: oh right? it's amazing it hits on three plus now with shooting
0: which is amazing what it they, always hit hit on on fours. Fours. like where did that come from it's so good he's been spending some time at the uh, target range
1: yeah he's like all right now yeah. i got this and he's still incredibly fast he blows up on
0: a four plus he's so stupid. good, stupidly so good, good. right it. Yes. Like before it was like, you could make him double move with warp time. So you yeah. go 24 inches. That means he's in your deployment zone and then he charges three D six. And then when you blow him up on a four up, he does D six mortal wounds to everybody within two D six inches. That's absurd. Pretty good. That is absurd.
1: Pretty good. So.
0: so it's like, he's still amazingly good. And, and then also you put prescience on him to make him hit on twos. Yep. Why not? <laughs> Clearly not intent. And GW, thank you for fixing that one. yep Oy vey but uh a lot of good stuff in there correcting a lot of typos uh, another really good one is a lot of people wanted to use relic lords of war like the cool knights like the atropo yeah um, but the way it was worded it was like you couldn't it take it was super
1: one. weird like you couldn't even take one you had Be to like, take two
0: oh. other before you could take one yeah and they're like no that's oops so now you can take one but then you can't have more of them than normal lords one
1: yeah
0: cool thanks gw for all those people out there that have one of those knights or whatever now you can there use you it yep. so that was cool in general, go click through, give them a read. They obviously will be in effect uh, at the BAO. And uh, make sure that you upload that information because it does change quite a bit. And it clarifies a lot of the Forge World stuff that really needed it. Yes.
1: There were so many yeah. things that didn't make any sense. So thank you very much, GW slash Forge World. Appreciate also,
0: it. Yeah. Thank you very much. And keep it up. Like, it makes our jobs and all other TOs so much better. Yeah, thank you. When we're not telling people, like, that, pretty sure it doesn't work that way. And they're like, ah! And now we're just like, yeah from the man <laughs> uh, the art of airbrushing is a class about airbrushing that will be run by our friends at CK Studios in Toronto, Canada at the end of July July 29th and 30th uh, go to facebook.com CK Studios come paint with us uh, also go look at the banner that is on FrontlineGaming.org. And check it out. Uh, Caleb is the head of CK Studios, a good friend of ours. He's painted quite a bit of our own stuff. Yeah, uh, He's painted for Frontline Gaming numerous times, taught classes at the LVO, generally just an all-around good guy. Um, check it out if you're in the area, give them some support. They're always trying to grow the um, hobby aspect of our hobby and they do a really good job of it
1: yeah no they do great and i've heard nothing but good things about these uh classes so if you're in the area and you want to up your uh um your airbrushing skills i recommend these classes 100 percent.
0: it's like um, leveling up without grinding
1: Ooh! it's like paying for it bam heard it here first
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh it's like getting people in chinese prison to get you gold wasn't that a thing
1: yeah i may or may not have used that did you once. you terrible <laughs> man
0: although i mean if you're in prison they're like, it was. and they're like go play wow you're like thank you <laughs>
1: <laughs> it oh, backfired though they hacked my account and, did oh, stuff, so.
0: good. and i to, like, don't
1: recommend it so you if i did it hack. if i did i don't know if i a friend of
0: mine not, said so yeah. uh all kind holy crap if you want to give any indicator of how popular 8th edition is go look at the itc calendar and look at july
1: yeah there mm-hmm. are a lot you, of events. The
0: amount of events yeah. that are occurring in July, you can't fit it on the screen of your computer unless you have a really big screen.
1: A very long screen. Yeah, well,
0: you know, wide, long. Doesn't matter. <laughs> it's all the same.
1: <laughs> it's all incredible. I
0: mean, it's like that. I mean, there's some, like, you know, uh, it gives you a pretty good idea of how popular the edition is. Yeah. Uh, people are just going nuts. I mean, there's so many events this month. There's more by a mile than there was in the first year of the itc in july oh for sure and there's a ton going on this weekend so jump out there get your points i have a feeling this is gonna be a really competitive and fun year and of course the lvo got who knows how many players i get five six hundred players that'd be insane
1: that would be awesome but not awesome at the same time yeah that's a
0: lot of terrain it's a lot of work (laughs) so uh it's gonna be awesome uh there's tons of events all over canada australia uh europe and we have uh two gts this weekend Warzone houston gt in houston texas and the slaughterhouse gt in east grand forks minnesota it's gonna be amazing god so many events
1: make sure to get out there and get those points guys
0: yep absolutely and wow check out this incredible night Porphyrion that was completed by our paint studio the flgpaintstudio.com this was completed for a regular client and friend of ours jeff and control robinson and holy moly that is a beauty.
1: He is. That, that, that model is so is incredible.
0: a beauty. Um, I love it.
1: I remember we were just drooling over it at Forge World. We were like, wow, this thing is so cool. And now seeing it painted, oh my God.
0: Yeah, it is bad. It reminds me of like Battletech. Like he's like the super rifleman dread. Yeah. yeah. Or, um, mech. All right. So guys, we're just jumping back into chat. Uh, a Tim Gun subscribe with Twitch Prime. While we were away, thank you so much for your support. Uh, if you have Amazon Prime, you can subscribe to our Twitch channel for free. And uh, they send us a little bit of money, which we use to support the stream. Uh, thank you so much. Heck yeah. Really appreciate the support. Uh, and Control will come on and play Bugman1963. Uh, he's just been really busy with his own career, but he is itching to come and play. Yeah. Uh, and he will be at the BAO, of course. So um, we'll, maybe we'll film a video battle report if we have time while we're there. Yeah. Uh, we're going to, it's gonna be fun, man. We're gonna rent a little Airbnb house and get a lot of the gang back together from the bay. Play some, play some 40K, it'll be really fun. Yeah. Um, let me see. Frankie, what are your thoughts on the Tau Bomber? Are you talking about the Sun Shark?
1: Yeah, which Which bomber are you talking about? The Forge Roll Bomber or the... Yeah. Uh, if it's the Forge Roll one, it's really good. And yeah. the model's amazing, so.
0: The Sun Shark Bomber is like, I would say it's like okay. Yeah. Uh. It's not terrible, but it's, it's just, it doesn't really have a lot of damage output. Uh, three orange whips. What's that cost? I don't know. What's what cost? Like 20 to 30 bucks.
1: I don't, what, I don't, I don't know. do you talking about the, the paint about. scheme? Oh. The painting?
0: That model? 20, 30 bucks? Nah, that. it's like five or 10. Yeah. No, that's a, not a cheap model.
1: <laughs> uh, Evil Ed 209 If a transport like a rhino is completely surrounded by, say, 30 orc boys and the transport is destroyed, can the unit inside legally disembark? Nope. No. It's the old days of surrounding
0: yeah. them dead. If you surround them, they're dead. And the reason why is it. If you look at the order of operations on the vehicles, it's like if this vehicle is destroyed, you immediately disembark.
1: Yep. So you and, have to follow all the rules for yeah. disembarkation, which you can't end a move within one inch of an enemy. So yeah. And then it,
0: it tells you, like, if you can't get out, you're dead. That's, I think that's in the transport disembarkation section yeah, in the BRD. So, yeah, but, um yeah. But, yeah, if you surround a vehicle and blow it up, they're dead. Another fun trick, if the org boys surround the vehicle, that vehicle will not do anything for the rest of the game.
1: Yep. You don't even have to charge it. You just stand in front of it.
0: Yep. Or you just pile into it. Because I um, uh, was playing uh, Pablo and he had a, a Land Raider Crusader full of Assault Centurions. Of I surrounded it with um, uh, Hormigaunts on one side and then Gargoyles on the other side. And the Land Raider couldn't shoot, move, or the guys couldn't disembark. And then uh, Calgary had to come and like smack him off the tank to get him uh, to, so they could disembark at the end of the game. Uh, DKOs out of the phone. An all-flyer list wouldn't even have been hard to beat in this, in this edition. However... Many of the
1: 31 plus units are near invisible, invisible unless you, you. I
0: don't understand what you're right, bro. Uh,
1: a flyer I think, list, I think what he was saying is like you can't beat the 31 plus models unless you take 31 plus models. Oh, okay, which I'd have to disagree. I think there's yeah. plenty of units that can take down those 31 plus like Melta vets. Oh,
0: <laughs> we've never said that they're unbeatable yeah. at all. That's yeah. never ever been the point. They're more, they're easier to kill now than they ever have been. Yeah, uh. That's not the point. Well, I guess, oh no, that's not true. If you use full strength range D, they're easy as hell to kill last edition, but yeah. uh, that's not the point. It was the point that people just simply didn't want, they didn't think it would be fun to play with them, yeah. and that's a fair thing to say. On um, all flyer list, you may not think it's hard to beat, but right now they're winning tournaments left and right.
1: Well, it depends on what flyers too, of course. Uh, like the Storm Raven has ridiculous amounts of firepower, and it's pretty yep. resilient, um, so that would be the reason why that one's harder to kill than, let's say, a bunch of razor wing, uh, jet fighters which, from Dark Eldar. So. Which
0: are actually really good too, though. They, they are just, they're more good. fragile. Yeah,
1: they're just more fragile. They can't go into hover mode and stuff like that, so.
0: Um, but, you know what, it's funny because I was talking to a TO in England and uh, we were talking like, man, what, what, what about these dumb flyer armies that I don't want to play Death from the Skies every time I go to a tournament. It's just not fun. Yeah. And then I was like, you know, I was like, just throwing, just spitballing ideas, guys, that please take this is just brainstorming is not what we're doing and we're like what if we just limited it to no more of two of the same flyer and then he immediately responded storm raven two storm wolves uh two interceptors i was like oh, okay <laughs> like, damn it you're back to square one
1: uh ozzy king of kings can pass order himself yes. there you go yes. i think that was it's FAQ, it's it? it's
0: super clear um are you a tank commander that's a character he has both those keywords he can issue orders to tank commanders yes Yep, you absolutely can. All right, no, know, he's a Lehman Russ and a Tank Commander. And his rules say he can issue orders to Tank Commanders. He has those keywords. I don't know why people are tripping up okay. on that one.
1: Uh, just okay, James. Thoughts about uh, Primaris overall and more specifically the Reavers? I'm
0: in love with the Reavers. I think that the models are cool. The fluff is cool. The rules are cool. Uh, I think that the Reavers are going to be really very useful units. I, I think the Intercessors, the Bane guys are a little lackluster. Um, and they don't have a
1: lot of options, which is yeah. kind of weird. It's because
0: um, the, the kits are just the ones in the starter set. So, yeah. But um, uh,
1: no, I, I love the models. The models are all amazing. Yeah. But I think the rules, eh, I mean, they're okay. I don't think you'd be disappointed by playing them. No. Nah.
0: And then the Inceptors are awesome, but they're just too expensive. They yeah. need to come down on points, in my opinion. And I think then they'd be a tr- tr- tremendously good unit.
1: Uh, an Annex, how do you interpret the combat drugs rule do you have to assign each buff once then we have free reign or do we have to keep distributing them equally uh i'm not exactly sure what I, the question is i, I know th- you, you you can pick one and then you have to keep if you want to keep picking you have to go through all of them before you can pick the same one again
0: but i think he's asking once you hit seven like for eight nine i guess if you have that many units could you then just keep doing the same one over and over? I think the intent is that you have to do them all and then you have to do them all and then you have to do them all.
1: Exactly. Yeah. We'd have to look at how it's worded, but I believe that's, that was the intent. Yeah. I
0: don't think it's like, once you hit six, it's just infinite replication of the same one.
1: Or you can just roll and you just have to practice that roll and get the two every time, you know? There you
0: go. Get your dice with all the number you want on all the sides. And you're like, well, now I'm going to roll.
1: Obviously, i was calling obviously you practice rolling that dice okay and you get that too
0: you're like and roll <laughs> <laughs> there
1: go. Uh, i'm just gonna roll for them all at the same time done okay there you go
0: axis of inch b is 150 points of weapons too much for a 75 point mortise dreadnought or just right Nah. well i mean
1: it depends on what his task is
0: the 75 points is the chassis of the vehicle right that's what you look at um all the weapons are pointed like the games workshop did a really good job of, of keeping for the most part, and they're, obviously they're they're fine tuning it, but the weapons are pretty much priced the same on um, for the same faction, like Alaska's 25 points, right? It's a little cheaper for Astra Militarum or the special weapons are a little cheaper for Astra Militarum because the platform it's on is not as good. Um, but yeah, I mean, you're, you're getting what you pay for with the, the Mortis Dread. I think at that point, you're gonna want to compare it to a Predator. Yeah. Um, or even really at that point, you're starting to creep into the realm of the land raider.
1: Ugh. Uh T6 Ted, does a targeted unit have to be completely in range of the weapons dealing the wounds? Like let's say half the unit is out of range. Half the unit still take
0: wounds? Shooting? Well, you can only shoot if you're in range, but if- No, he's
1: no, saying the unit that's taking the shots.
0: Yeah, no, if you're in range of one model yeah. and you shoot all your bolters and you kill five dudes, you can kill five dudes, even if they're out of line of sight or range and that's in the yeah. FAQ. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, brother uh, Mellis, uh, can soul burst trigger in the middle of shooting or close combat? Example, a knight shooting at multiple targets and killing a unit, thus triggering the soul burst. Yes. Uh, yes.
0: So, when you're shooting like different weapons or you're split firing and you kill a unit, like the example that someone brought up, uh, yeah, a knight. Yeah. Um, he shoots a unit of fire dragons. He declares, okay, I'm shooting this battle cannon here, this battle cannon here. He shoots fire dragons. He kills them. The fire dragons immediately soul burst. shoot him. It perhaps blow him up. He doesn't get to shoot his other shot. So, lesson learned. Don't She's shoot the thing that could first. kill you. Uh,
1: tr- tr- klez Mars. Can a unit benefit from its own marker lights?
0: I think they put that in the FAQ. I can't remember. I, I, the answer is, is 99% certain. The answer is yes. I believe it's in the FAQ. Yeah,
1: because you shoot weapons in order so you go marker light first boom okay now i get re-roll once
0: well you split fire and you shoot all the like weapons at the same time right so it's like uh oh yeah i'm gonna mark a light here and then the um other dudes are gonna shoot whatever but um oh i think what he's saying is like can i shoot a marker light first give it to myself and uh, i'm sorry i don't believe that is the way it works but go check the faq
1: yeah i'm not exactly sure
0: yeah no that's that's a good one oh no no okay i think you could actually like say you're using pathfinders yeah, I,
1: I think you totally could like especially yeah. with the night example
0: that we just did so. no you do pathfinders you shoot the marker lights and then you shoot the rail guns at the same target but you, yeah you, okay yes sorry i'm going back and forth believe yeah. that yes that is the way that works uh do reroll ones for chaos lord demon prince work on themselves yes yep. every model is in range of its own aura your aura works on yourself as long as you have the appropriate keywords
1: which would be weird if you didn't. Would be really weird. <laughs> uh, any tip? An well,
0: in interesting. Um, I don't want to complicate it further, but yeah, that it, you do.
1: Psychophant, uh Any tips for corn-only armies? I'm having trouble against guard uh, bunkering up with lots of deep striking Melta and Plasma.
0: Well, um, if they're if they're hiding behind conscripts, berserkers are the tool to kill them. They're perfect for it. Yep. Um, uh, and then again, you want your berserkers in a, a rhino to survive deep striking uh, as much as possible. You know, you, you barrel forward, you pop your smoke, take your chances, hopefully that you survive, uh, and then you get out and just wreck their screen or wreck the, the units that deep struck.
1: Or the Charybdis.
0: The Charybdis. um Charybdis is yeah, pretty good. That it is. Um, the other uh, really useful tool that I've been using is uh, summoning in 30 blood letters. I know a lot of people discount summoning i think it's really good in this edition Um, you have a character that uh, summons in a unit of like 20 to 30 blood letters and then they only need to roll an eight because they get plus one to their charge Uh, and then you use a command point to reroll one of the dice if needs be you have pretty good odds Um, the blood letters in my experience have killed anything they touch in combat Um, that's another way to to do it they'll kill vehicles easily yeah um, because they're they go uh, plus one strength plus one attack on the charge so um even t8 vehicles they'll chop in half oftentimes
1: corn berserkers are nasty or uh, bloodletters. or bloodletters, yeah Yeah, but
0: berserkers are too um and don't be afraid to mix in some shooting yep otherwise you won't be able to deal with flyers
1: uh wolf priest carl (laughs) have you or frankie ever tried combat drugs
0: i'm on combat drugs right now yeah wolf priest carl
1: that's how we stay energized
0: just kidding and uh with the boss back from europe the workers have to buckle down again says dk don't pump up his ego (laughs) get out of here um and yeah okay guys well thank you mostly everyone's just chatting to themselves in chat uh thank you all for joining this episode of signals from the frontline we hope you enjoyed it thank you again for voting for the bao we can't wait to see you there and remember las vegas open registration next week gonna be exciting if you want to get those packages or events Tickets to the main events, we do recommend that you buy your tickets right away. Definitely.
1: All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Have a good one.